Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Hello. Hello. Testing. One, two, three, four. One, two. Well, passive aggressive Lawrence has returned. Keeping my microphone turned oh, yeah. off. And Fox. I was just about to wish you a happy President's Day. <laughs> Fox Joe is back. Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, good to see you. Happy President's Day to you and to Rob as well. Nice funnels. Hey, what are you? What you? You know, I have them decorated for the holiday. I today. see that with the bunting. <laughs> right. That is so cute. American American oh, bunting. My yes. Gosh. Joe wears Fox funnels so that only Fox News enters his ears, and uh, he says that I have what MSNBC funnels. Well, yes. And- <laughs> They're CNN. looking rather decrepit these days. Well, yeah, they don't celebrate President's Day, so we're very anti-celebration. Uh, I use my you know, funnels to advertise rock-bottom prices on a President's Day sale, so that's what I have on mine. All right, welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Marco. We have open phones, open texts, and open emails right at the moment, so we'd love to hear from you. Maybe there's something going on, the Russian uh, Russian. Uh, Ukraine crisis, of course, stepped up another notch yesterday with uh, Anthony Blinken saying that uh, Vladimir Putin has given his top generals permission to go ahead and enter. All the while, President uh, Putin says we're not going to invade. There is supposedly a conversation today between President Biden and President Putin, so we'll see what maybe. Comes, comes of that. That yeah, depends maybe. on whether Manuel Macron is able to broker a deal. Oh, I see. Okay. But it won't happen if they invade. Okay, and what does the U.S. have that we are so invested in this? Uh, but I want to finish sort of launching the show, but in the meantime, what, what do we have that Putin wants that we can put on the table? I think we can't put anything on the table. Right. It's what we would take off the table that might be concerning to Putin. Like we could encourage NATO it's to stay out of the Ukraine. They're saying that, uh, that these uh, sanctions, if you will, will not only be against the country, but against people in the country. So maybe they're going to strip the oligarchs of all their money, or maybe they're going to have Putin's family on welfare and relief. <laughs> well, I know a lot of international funds invest in Russian businesses, so if you're cut off from those funds, I could see how that could not only hurt you, but maybe potentially hurt uh, the growth of businesses. So the whole globe is going to be negatively affected by another world war over there, so and we want to try to avoid that if we can. But so. don't you think that if, if we were more more totally independent here in this country, if President Biden hadn't stripped us of our energy independence, that we would be in a much better position now than we we uh, than we are actually because of the fact that we are dependent. Uh, we, we import oil from Russia. Europe imports oil from Russia. Instead of us being able to pick up the slack and supply our NATO allies with oil, we can't. Well, I think you, the U.S. 
is, uh, is I think President Biden has probably done several things that really haven't helped this matter. Of course, uh, okaying that pipeline, uh, d- d- does that help? You know, are, are we part and parcel of Russia and the subsequently hurting Ukraine in that process? I think we should have kept it locked down, to be honest with you. Okay, right. So it's a complex issue, as our good professors have told us here in the past. So that could be one thing. Um, you know, and I don't even know if it makes it a difference, but if President Biden looked weak during the Afghanistan uh, pullout, which I, he I, did. I, right, I think that he, well, he's conceded that, so it's not like an accusation or anything. I think that may have, Vladimir Putin has said, well, I've always wanted to get this back. I want to keep my pipelines going. I, I don't want to run this pipeline through the Ukraine. I do want to, uh, um, you know, somehow cobble together as much of the USSR as I could, then he may have seen that his biggest nemesis would be the U.S. wouldn't, well, wouldn't I will, do that. I will wouldn't reiterate, stop him. if Donald Trump was still in office, this wouldn't be happening. All right. Well, that could be. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Things would be different if President Trump would be in office, although we'd still have a buffoon we'd in the a, White we'd House. We'd have insults so. and we'd have uh, tweets right. that Lies. are... Although I don't know if they would have uh, banned a sitting president from Twitter. Okay. They didn't ban him while he was sitting in the White House. They banned him after, after he left. Okay. Well, oh, well, there's one important note about this, and this is good news for folks who are followers of President Trump, but even I was following President Trump's tweets, and I'm not a big fan of his. And his new platform. You're right. Just in time for President's Day, former President Donald Trump launched his new social media app today, and this is Dateline Sunday, so this is yesterday. It's called Truth Social. <laughs> it actually has the word truth in the title. Well, there's a, Well, there's irony, a but anyway, okay, whatever. But anyway, the app is open to invited guests only and claims to provide an outlet for encouraging open and honest global conversation without discrimination. How does one get invited? I don't know, but I don't see how you can be invited only and then without discrimination against in the same sentence, but that's there. Anyway, this is the CBS description of it. It says the app is open to invited guests only and claims to provide an outlet for encouraging open and honest global conversation without discrimination against political ideology. Right now, Truth Social is only available at the Apple App Store. Reports say it will be fully operational by the end of March. Do you suppose the Pillow Man is on there? <laughs> well, he should be invited, sure. If he uses Apple, you know, only, uh, what, about a third of the world uses Apple products, so you got to wait to get the rest of the people on board. Then the president wasn't an Apple person either. He had an Android phone, so he can't. He'll have to borrow Melania's phone in order to post something on it. <laughs> All right. Well, to be continued. But, yeah, it's a truth social. Why would he pick that title when it's such an irony? I don't know. I think he could have come up with a better name. Hmm. Good policies. Bad liar. Truth social comes out of it. So, all right. How about alternate facts social? Well, well, (laughs) that's a little lengthy. (laughs) AFS. I think that's probably taken. I mean, it's not not at all catchy like Facebook. I mean, that sounds like Mm -hmm. something that's pretty neat or Twitter or TikTok. Truth social. probably thought of it. Truth Social sounds like something you go to at a Truth Social a church on Sunday. The Truth Social. <laughs> it's for a recovering people recovering, recovering from something. Liars. <laughs> hey, our annual Truth Social is this Saturday. No, just kidding. It's not. We're not having one this year. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Stan always has some good conversation to get us started. What's on your mind, sir? How about that Canadian Mounted Police and uh, Tyrant Trudeau? 
assaulting all the peaceful protesters there in Ottawa. Up, what do you do now? You oh, didn't no, see they're... it on. Uh, of course, you didn't see it because the mainstream media wouldn't post it. They went in. They pushed all the peaceful protesters out of Ottawa, basically, and towed their trucks, you know, illegally. Uh, you know, those people, because he uh, uh, instituted his Emergencies Act. My understanding, I just heard this morning that the parliament up there has to approve that. But he's just going ahead and, and, and stomping all over the peaceful protesters there in Canada. Yeah, this is a no-win situation for him. Of course, he's already under a lot of fire. Most of the people there now are pretty conservative and don't like him. Plus, uh, pushing back against protesters. Well, he claims the law is on his side. You say it's not. He says it is. So we'll defer to We'll just leave that as an impasse. But, yeah, he's not going to come looking good. And plus, the neo-Nazis that are up there and these uh, Sons of Odin, all these other ultra-right groups, that doesn't look good for him either. Sons of Odin? Haven't heard of them. Where are they at? Uh, yeah, where are they at? <laughs> up in uh, Ottawa. Okay. Really? Well, the swastika okay. flag. And that's, that's what the mainstream media was showing, huh? No, I, 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 saw, I saw the pictures on Fox over the weekend. The swastika flag is being carried around by some of the protesters. But that's just an individual. I mean, that's the whole, all the people and, are and, just and, freedom and, fighters. And that could be a protest against Trudeau, acting like a, a, a fine Mr. Hitler there, you know, in a Nazi. Maybe that's what that's about. I mean, did anybody bother to ask the guy why he's carrying the Nazi flag? Uh, no, I just saw the flag. I thought exactly. uh, since you've been studying so, this, maybe you would know why it was there. No, nah, I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not there. All I know is what I've seen. They brought the horses in and stomped people down with the horses. They've beaten people with clubs. They removed their badges and identifying marks off their uniforms, the cops, the riot police. No names, no badges. And they're going in and just marching and beating the people. Okay. Breaking into the trucks, pulling the people out of the trucks. Oh, I'll you tell know, you. And then now they're going after their bank accounts. They're saying they're going to continue, even the people that have left it, because they have their, you know, their license plates and all that information. They're going to go after them and freeze their bank accounts. They're going to continue to investigate, even though these people weren't burning and looting. Maybe we should have tried that here in this country, huh? Mm-hmm. Although the people in this country in 2020, when they're burning cities down, were looting, beating cops, and everything else. That wasn't going on in Canada. So when they break the law in Canada. It's good, but if protesters break the law in the U.S., what, it's what bad. What law were they breaking, Mark? Why, were you, they peacefully protesting? Well, I think the fact is that when you block streets and you def, you prevent a, a, a city center from um, very much being like what the uh, and, very much like what the BLM protesters did in the West Coast in some places. Yeah, yes. it could be. Yeah, definitely, definitely against the law. But in any event, so one of our good listeners sent us this. Joe, read what this other sign says that's on the same poll. Well, it's <laughs> you asked me to read that word. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you would. No, I will it not do that because F I would have to be beat. Trudeau, and right. then the Nazi flag is under it. It's a swastika. So, but that's just oh, it you know, like a trash can. It looks like that stuff's out in a trash can. Doesn't look like it was on display. No, they're carrying it into oh, some sort of a public okay, building. Okay. Yeah, that's the legislature building there. But in any event, okay. So, yeah, I, I think uh, the, the Stan knows more than the people in Ottawa know, and so he says it's illegal. No, 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 no. I never said that. In Mark, Ottawa, they the say that it that is illegal and that they are able to tow the trucks and to move people back. I have watched this all weekend. I'm not quite sure where you got the mainstream media is not covering it. I mean, it was one of the top stories on Face the Nation and Meet the Press over the weekend. I haven't watched. Fox weekend did, program did, yet? Did they show, did they show the jackbooted uh, thugs going after the the protesters, the ones that are pushing them back with the batons and, and the horses? Did they show that? 
I did see that. Yeah, time-lapse photography. Time-lapse photography, okay. Right, you could see him right. moving back but in I, surges. I mean, it, it's insanity, okay? This, this Trudeau, he's, he's violating his own country's laws by not... The Parliament hasn't approved his Emergency Power Act, So he, but he's just willy-nilly going after it and, and enacting it. So that's a problem. He didn't even bother to go out and listen to the truckers, to talk with any of them. He didn't bother to do that because, you know, he's, that's beneath him because he's Mr. Trudeau, you really, of course. Now, I understand that you so, heard that, that he wouldn't talk to them and doesn't know what they want. But do you honestly think that's true, that he has thousands of people protesting in the street and he hasn't a clue what they might want? Do you really think that, Stan? Oh, now, actually, he knows what they want, but why wouldn't he go talk to the leaders of the groups? Why? Why would he go when he when he first showed up? He went into hiding for a week because he had COVID. He said, "Well, Donald Trump." You know, that, that's all his excuse. Stan, COVID. He didn't have to answer. Stan, Donald Trump didn't go to the protesters uh, to talk in, to in leaders Portland, Oregon to talk about what they were doing <laughs> or what they wanted. Oh, Stan, you got it bad. And, and, but 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 when when they were protesting outside the White House, what were they doing? They were burning, attacking the cops. And looting. The Trump protesters. So would, you, would you expect the president of the United States to go out there? But in Canada, it's just the exact opposite. The truckers went there. Yes, they parked on the streets. But they did leave lanes open so the emergency vehicles and ambulances could get through. So it wasn't totally closed down. But commerce was still able to continue at the businesses downtown and the legislature could continue? The basic principle is the same, though. They wanted to disrupt commerce. They wanted to make people's lives more difficult. You know, and I'm sorry, but I I support what they were trying to do, and I agree with them on principle. But when you start trying to make everybody else's life miserable to make your point, I think you've crossed a line. Well, I think it's really... But but they were, were they burning and looting? That, but no, but they were blocking traffic, making it difficult for people to get to work, making right. it difficult for other people to earn a living. And you say they kept lanes open. There's thousands of photographs that say that's not true. But if you insist that it's true, I will just stipulate it for the sake okay. of moving on. Right. I think it started but out anyway. as the vaccine protest, but I think now they're really just protesting a wide range of things, whether it was the you know, shutdowns that uh, seem to be generally accepted or you know, 15% of the country up there won't get vaccinated. So that's a that's a pretty big percentage. That, that, that's not even what it's about, Mark. You know, when those truckers crossed the border back into Canada, they delivered to the U.S., they were expected to quarantine for 10 days. That's 10 days out of their vehicle, although most of the time they're quarantined for however thousands of miles that they're traveling. They never come in contact with anybody or very few people. So it's so still that, about that. Know, that's a lame excuse. So it's still about that. It's just about that. That's all it's about. It's not about anything else. Well, that was the biggest part of what it was about. Okay, right. But is it still about that? Yeah, that's part of it. They still haven't gotten rid of that, have they? <laughs> is, so you're saying it. it's mostly part of something. Well, how can something be mostly part of something? most of something. No, I think it's more... You might want to just... If you think lanes have been kept open there and that this is still just about the vaccination policy, I think you're watching the wrong media. You really ought to open your eyes and see the rest of what's happening out there. This has turned into a huge anti-government protest for a wide range of things, whether it's taxes, shutdowns, the vaccination, mandates, of course, the vaccination policy as it relates to transportation and probably other things, too. But it isn't just a vaccination anymore. 
Uh-huh, and the government up there is getting just as bad, well, right. if not worse than the one we have here. And the truckers coming across this country, which my understanding, it started, will come around. Now we'll, we'll have to wait to see what happens down there in D.C. when they get there, whether they'll be treated the same way, because Biden was, you know, consulting with Trudeau about what he should do. And my understanding is Biden told Trudeau he needs to crush the protesters, crush them. That doesn't sound pay. like Joe Biden. Joe Biden crushing anything doesn't sound like Joe uh, Biden. He, he couldn't crush a paper bag, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. You know, that's that's the way he's thinking. So but we'll wait and see. You know, and as far as Ukraine, why is Biden more concerned about their border than our southern border? And maybe now we need to be concerned about our northern border. Well, the only thing I would say, Stan, is, you know, I understand that this is a, an issue that sticks under your craw, but I was more interested in one of the other things that came out. You just mentioned Ukraine, where President uh, Biden is telling us that uh, we have to be prepared to make sacrifices if Russia invades, and that's the sacrifices are in the terms of more expensive goods and services, which are already going up. There's a great article I want to get to this morning at Penn Live talking about how much money, how much more money we're paying for things already and how that's likely to be impacted by the next wave of inflation if uh, Russia invades the Ukraine. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. All right. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah, very much appreciate it. Uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then we'll take the break. Says, so how many out there actually believe that Mussolini, uh, I mean Trudeau, would have chosen the same course of action had it been BLM or Antifa camped out on the streets of Ottawa instead of the freedom truckers? If it's equity they want, I suggest starting with equal application of the law. Was my microphone off because all of a sudden it became much louder? Louder. I don't know. I didn't. I, I heard oh, okay. it get louder, but uh, I don't okay. have any adjustments here. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you so much for reading that. We'll take a quickie break. Hold on, Van, but we'll take more comers. 1 800 795 9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, oh, we did read this up. Well, we've one. had Van hanging on. We had to get to him, and then yes. we'll read those. Van, good morning. You're on the mark. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. <laughs> I know a lot of times you guys don't say this is about control, but the fact of the matter is the response by Trudeau toward these truck drivers is way over the top. He did nothing about the BLM Antifa riot. And the Ottawa police chief up there says that even if these protesters retreat and go home, that they will be hunted and punished. And we are seeing very heavy-handed actions taken against these people. You know, they're bashing out the windows of their trucks, pulling them out of the vehicles, arresting them. They're shutting down their, their 
bank accounts and so on, doing a lot of things, even threatening to kill their dogs that are in their vehicles with them. And it is, a, it is about vaccine policy. You may not think so, but if, I don't know if you guys have a clue what's going on over in New Zealand at all with what they're doing. Not familiar with it, no. Well, they have now that they have, you have to be compliant for COVID-19 testing. And if you are not compliant, they will fine you. And if you do not pay your fine, they will, they have right, I'm looking right now at an actual ticket that someone was fined over there. And this is what's on the bottom of the ticket. So if you don't pay this fine, what can happen is you, an issue for your arrest or warrant for your arrest can be issued. You can have your driver's license suspended. They can seize and sell your property, take your money from your income or bank account. And there's just a whole list of stuff that goes on in restricting travel restrict your ability to sell your property, report your overdue fine as part of your credit reference check, meaning you may or may not be able to get a loan, credit card, or hire to purchase, whatever, it goes on and on. But the thing of it is, they are attacking people that are simply protesting, standing up for what they believe is their right for over New Zealand not to be forced to be tested for for COVID up in Canada. You say that they're they're hurting the economy up there by protesting. What do you think the lockdowns did to those people? Look at in our area, look at country cupboard. What happened due to the, the lockdowns and things like that and the way they were restricted in operating their business? Country cupboard is now out of business, one of the one of the probably best known restaurants in our area. So don't tell me this isn't about vaccine policies. It is about draconian policies that governments have instituted to control people and to, to put pressure on them, to put people out of business, and then to attack people's well-being, being able to care for themselves. And then people up in Canada, many of those people, 20, 30 percent of the people say, well, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Shut, shut them off. Don't allow them to be able to buy food. And I hear over and over remarks from people, from these Democrats who are such loving people, and also spread throughout the world people that, hey, if you don't comply to what the government tells you, then, hey, you shouldn't be able to be able to have, have services from a hospital or from a doctor or even have the ability to purchase food, shut down the bank accounts, and so on. Now, you tell me that that's normal. Well, Van, I, I agree with you that, you know, they've done some things that are over the top, but it's under the, I guess, premise of trying to keep people safe, which is certainly a noble objective. In other words, if you have two choices, one leads to people getting sicker, one leads to maybe people not getting sick. Which one are you going to choose if you're a government? Hopefully you choose the one that tries to keep people healthy. And maybe in their zeal to accomplish that, they went overboard. And I certainly think those truckers have every right to protest the fact that they went overboard. But, you know, still, I don't know. It's just a complicated issue. Why not not equal uh, attack against the BLM and Antifa riders who are actually destroying property and harming people? And another thing, too, and Stan brought this up about the horses trampling people up there. Horses do not normally trample people. Horses, just like an elephant, an elephant will, will try to avoid stepping on somebody. A horse does the same thing. But those horses had blinders placed on them on purpose. So they could use those horses 
just like that one guy out in Fuel City, it wasn't anymore, took his vehicle and drove in through a bunch of people to, to harm them and killed a bunch of people. Those guys that went in on those horses, mounted on those horses, went in to cause harm to people. Now, what if that's why they had blinders on them? What if the, somebody, if uh, the trucker protests had decided to surround your home and wouldn't let you in or out and wouldn't let emergency vehicles in or out or wouldn't let you do any commerce, would you just sit there and take it for months on no, end, or I, I would, would you I want would the police? Say, Why are you protesting me? And they'd say, oh, you're, you have these draconian laws. And they'd say, no, that's not me, and they would leave because they're not going to protest me. Well, what if they didn't yeah. leave, though? You wouldn't want the police to intervene? Listen, that's that's such a stupid question to even begin with. What if I? I'm not the government. See, people have a right to protest against the government. You don't have a right to come to my property and surround my house and you know threaten me. I think that's what the people of Ottawa are saying, though, is that you don't have a right to block our streets and stop our commerce and risk our lives. Governments don't have the right to have lockdowns either, to shut down businesses and things like that. No contraire. Mark, what if the government told you that, okay, WKOK can no longer broadcast because you're not really necessary. So if you broadcast... What? They're going to be fine. What if, what if they would do that? We'd do it anyway. We'd fight them to the bitter end. We'd kill their dogs and break into their trucks. We'd make sure that uh, we'd stop them one way and, or another, Van. And the, the thing is, the thing is, Mark, let's talk about what's really going on and not come up with scenarios. There's enough things going on in this world right now that need to be addressed. New Zealand, Austria, Canada. Gotcha. That's what we ought to be worried about because freedom of speech is slipping away very fast. Well, Van, and, I, I looked at the video. Uh, I Googled. Uh, police or did horses trample people in Canada, Canadian protesters, and it brought up a video on YouTube from Ottawa that showed the police using the horses to kind of keep people back. Yes, they did move them. They didn't trample them. They moved them out of the way by having them, by using the side of the horse to move them along, and then the video appears to show a couple people throwing themselves on the ground in front of the horses, but it doesn't show the police in any kind of an aggressive manner trying to trample or injure well, people. You know, it was the thing it is, uh, Joe, you're way smarter than that. You know, there's plenty of other videos <laughs> out there that aren't shown, just like down at the, the so-called insurrection. Here's bottom line. I'll get off the phone. Bottom line. All right, we got to go. We got to we got to step out. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Sorry, Van. Call back to get, get your last word yep. in. I forgot about the break. This is WKOK Sunbury. <laughs> News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me. Hello. Van, call us back. You get another moment because I had to cut you off there. But, uh, yeah, phone us back. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. And I want to tell you all about the Sunbury Motor Company because I love them. Uh, that's where my vehicles uh, come from. Uh, this week, uh, we're back in the red F-150. But they say there is a brand new F-250 down there with a double cab. And I don't think they make the F-250s with the sunroom. Sunroof. <laughs> I might have a sunroom. It's big enough. But uh, I, 
want to try driving that. Uh, that's doubly long cab and doubly long bed with the extender on it. So I guess if you're doing construction or something like that, that might be helpful to you. But they have a wide range of other vehicles there. Now they come and go. But see, here's what's happened. The Sunbury Motor Company's got the allocation. So if you need a vehicle, they get more allocations. They are still the largest dealer in this whole part of the state, including the Harrisburg and Williamsport and Wilkes-Barre area. And that bodes well for you. They're still a volume dealer. Rangers, F-150s, Echo Sports, Escapes, Edge, F-250, and Explorers. They had a nice sport Explorer there earlier when I was there. If I had a sunroof, I would have brought it for my lovely bride. But uh, she won. she's hooked on those sunroofs now, so we'll have to order one up. But Mustangs and Mach-E's, they're sold, up, but it's an, um, sold out, but it's an opportunity for you uh, to get in line. Or you could buy a Bronco Sport. They have a couple of those down there and a couple of Rangers. So check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do your online search first, then go down there and talk to uh, Jason. Or if the key is the way to go, Ernie or Austin will fix you up over there. Jeff will hook you up. Or uh, Chris is down there at the Sunbury Motor Company. Alphonse is over at the Kia dealership. Uh, we're going to go Hyundai next time. So if you see me driving around in the Elantra, you'll know why. It's because we're trying to sell the cars at the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com. All right. The text basket has one message in it. So we'll read that shortly. But we'll take more comers. 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You can email us, as two individuals have done, at on the mark at WDKOK.com. And you can uh, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We actually launched into a conversation about uh, the uh, Canadian trucking situation, where, as you heard on CBS, it's been cleared out now. But uh, what are they really protesting? My impression was that they had expanded beyond the vaccine. But two of our good listeners say, nope, it's just the vaccine. And uh, some folks said they uh, sent me a picture of truckers lined at an intersection with an emergency lane kept open. So now I've seen that, so we're good to go there. But we would love your education about what's really happening in Canada. 1-800-795-9565. You want to talk about what's happening in the U.S., whether it's inflation or something to do with our U.S. government or our state government. Senator Yaw is going to be back here on Friday, so we'll get a chance to talk to him. He's staying for 90 minutes. So get your questions ready about state government, and uh, he'll be here in person answering questions on Friday. So he'll just uh, love to talk to people. He's looking forward to it as a good town hall opportunity. And that's this coming Friday. So 1-800-795-9565. Some very brief news headlines here. There have been a rash of thefts of catalytic converters in our area. But in this case, troopers say they spotted somebody getting away. Two men in ski masks fled in a beige-colored Chevrolet Suburban last week. The information came out recently where one catalytic converter was stolen in a beige-colored Chevrolet Suburban. And troopers at Milton say nine of the devices were taken from rabbit transit uh, vehicles recently as well. In case you haven't heard, we had a big party over the weekend at Penn State and raised, oh, just a cool $13 million. Every year, Penn State's THON raises money for pediatric cancer patients and research. It's the world's largest student-run philanthropy. And this year, the 46-hour dance marathon hit a milestone, raising a record $13.7 million for the Four Diamonds Fund at Penn State Health Children's Hospital. The program has helped nearly 5,000 families. THON has helped raise more than $200 million to fight pediatric cancer since starting 
shooting in 1973. Monica Ricks, CBS News. River Road near the Slifer House is open. It was blocked by waters of Buffalo Creek over the weekend. Also, Creek Road in Hartley Township now open. The YMCA has a new program, Friendly Neighbors Program, to help people suffering from social isolation. What the volunteers do is befriending the person, but also trying to find ways to connect that person in the community. For example, maybe connect them to a silver sneakers class at a local YMCA or some of the educational programs. Or maybe they discover they are food insecure and they could connect them to a local food pantry. So just trying to help find resources and making more connections for them. Angela Haynes, director of the Mifflinburg YMCA, says it's for the wise at Sunbury, Mifflinburg, Lewisburg, and Milton. GSV YMCA ca.org for more information covid 19 trends are downward among school children so that is echoing the adult population as lower numbers and here's some uh, good news today is president's day yes uh, my fox fun- or my msnbc funnels and cnn funnels says that it's an opportunity to save money with uh, many prices at rock bottom levels but no it's the official observance of george washington's birthday some of us are lucky enough to get the day off while schools banks and government offices are closed the rest of the country marks the day with the annual wreath laying at Washington's tomb. Uh, And if you've ever wondered why President's Day is synonymous with sales, it's because stores usually get their new inventory in February. Did you know that, Joe? I did. Oh, good for you. Okay, Joe knows everything. Okay. I do. Okay. (laughs) Just ask him. All right, Van, you get uh, a moment to finish up because I cut you off there. Sorry about that. Go right ahead. I just wanted to say, in conclusion of the whole thing, what we've seen happen, we've seen governments forcing people to get an mRNA shot in order to keep their jobs. Of course, that doesn't include everybody, but a lot of people have lost their jobs because their freedom to decide to receive a shot or not, they were forced into taking a shot to keep their job or lose their job if they didn't. Now we're seeing governments, ours included, and I know what you guys think about January 6th, but there's a lot of people that didn't do a whole lot down there that are getting in a lot of trouble. And people are they're forcing people to shut up. They want them to shut their mouths. Don't protest their governments under the threat. You're going to lose your freedom. We'll lock you up in jail. We're going to find you. We're going to take away your ability to function in society. We're going to destroy your businesses, your livelihood, and so on. We're seeing that in Canada. We're seeing it in Austria. We're seeing it in New Zealand. And we're seeing it to some extent here in our own country. And it's only going to get worse. And I told you guys about the Great Reset. And it's you coming, baby. Into it. You better check it out. All right, we Bob got you. Bob is the one that he's real good buddies with Trudeau and Arden over in New Zealand. All right, we got you. Thank you thanks, so much. Man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for finishing finish up. up. Thanks, thanks for uh, doing it over the course of about 15 minutes and two segments. Uh, let's see. Dan, you are next up. Go right ahead. Hey, yeah, you know, these Van and Stan are 100% right. This is all over mandates and mask mandates and the and the shot mandate. But right here on the Harrisburg TV outlets, I, that's all I get here on Antenna. All every but every so often they put on a bunch of doctors. It must be from down in that area that say, get your shot, get your vaccine, it's safe. And they put a couple on right in a row. And guess who's paying for it? 
the taxpayers of Pennsylvania. I'm paying for that propaganda. That's a bunch of malarkey. Hmm. They're making me pay for something I don't believe in. Anyway, in the fact, and the shots will not do anything for all my crime. I I had I talked with a doctor that works in the COVID unit at Evan Hospital. He said that the vaccines they're given right now do nothing to prevent Omicron. He said the best thing to do is get the antibody infusion, which will give you protection at least six months. So. You know, here we are, and if Biden could have done it, he would have had a lot more mandates, but thank God for the Supreme Court, which ruled against some of his mandates. And right now, even some of the medical centers are not going to require all their employees like they were going to to get the so-called vaccine. So, well, to be yeah. clear, uh, Omicron is uh, seemingly uh, unaffected by the vaccine when it comes right. to people getting it, but it does prevent you from getting sicker. That has been borne well, out by the numbers, and that's from infectious disease specialists like Geisinger and UPMC. You say the Evan doc says no, it doesn't, but I think the other docs are in concert saying that it does prevent you from getting sicker, that we know that to be true. How would they know that? How well, because would they the, know what you don't know? Well, that's an excellent point. Good, <laughs> right, excellent you know, point. You don't know what you don't know. Right, but in this and particular like case, nope, the, I, I want to answer your question, so hold on. The way that they know is because if you get 100 people who are immunocompromised and they get the vaccine and the, they are protected and don't get as sick and don't end up in the ICU and don't end up on a ventilator, and you get 100 people who have not been vaccinated and most of them do get sicker and do end up on the on a ventilator or that ECMO machine then that's how they can statistically say that it's just numbers now any individual can get as sick or stay as well as their system allows but that's how they know that the vaccine is helping people from getting sicker it's just by the numbers Go ahead. That's circular reasoning. I can say that I don't get the cold because I take vitamin C. I can't prove that. You see what I'm saying? Right, but if you take 100 people. Anyway. All right, I got you. So what they're saying is circular reasoning. Excellent point. It's good to talk people into getting a jab. Yeah, that sounds good, but... (laughs) The truth is funny that way. It does kind of sound good. (laughs) Yeah, you can't prove that. Uh, Well, you can't disprove it, Dan. You can't disprove it. That's not his job as a caller, anyway. You can't prove a negative. I can't prove a negative. You're right. But... And you can't prove it either. No, but I think but there's they, there's certainly evidence to support what Mark just said. 
That's why I got the shot. I mean, you choose not to get it. You choose to, I won't say belittle, but question the intelligence of those who do get it because of the so-called vaccine, as you put it. I think we've been called stupid, Stupid. Yes, we have been. Thank you. But, you know. It's a fear factor. It's not a fear factor. I don't want to get sick. So, you know, tell me uh, there's a drug out here that President Trump, your beloved President Trump, started, although you say the wool was pulled over his eyes on this one thing and one thing only. It was this. But he started it. He made it. He got everybody to produce it. And it seems to be working, whether you like it or not. I mean, I I don't think people should be forced to take it, but I'm not going to belittle anybody who did or question their intelligence or say that they're a sheep being led to the slaughter or anything like that. We have to make decisions about our health for ourselves. My choice was to get the vaccine because I believed it would keep me from getting sick. I have not gotten sick, knock on wood, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, everybody has to make their own decision on that, but uh, they still use the fear factor to get people to do it. I still see people wearing masks yet at different places I go, and they're, they're still deathly afraid. And I know of a couple, they, they barely, barely go outside their house. <laughs> And they they still wear a mask everywhere. They don't go anywhere. I think they got the, the jab. I don't know for sure. It might have got one, but they don't go anywhere. Deathly afraid now. Okay. Well, you just said they wore a mask everywhere they go. If they don't go anywhere, yeah. how do you know if they're wearing a mask? All right, moving on. I no, just I saw them out. <laughs> At the store. Oh, so they go to the store. So they okay. do go somewhere then, but yeah, not but very not, many not places. Any more than they have to. Okay. Well, that's sound advice. Then, okay. So, but anyway, okay. they have the fear factor. A lot of older people like me, we get afraid very quick. Dan, so, I, th- I think one person's fear factor is another person's wise choice. You think it's fear. Other people say, no, I, I see all the information. This is, If one person chooses something different, they're afraid. If they do what you do, they're wise. I, I just I just think everybody's better making choices. You started out talking about mandates. I think you're on sound ground there. But yeah. to say that we're just trying to scare people, I'm not afraid. I go out all the time. I wear a mask sometimes, but it, you know, it just depends on where, what the interaction what? is. Why do you think that? Why do you think they're running all these ads? Still running ads on the. I don't know about your other TV outlets, but on the Harrisburg outlets, they run them ads every. Every I don't know how often. All right, we got to go. What ads? They run one doctor right after another. What do they tell you to do? Get the jab and you'll be I'll get the vaccine. PSA. Yep. Okay. All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. You guys have a great week. All right, you too. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to take Buzz before the break because he'll have a meltdown here shortly. Go ahead, Buzz. <laughs> All right, I had you on speaker. Um, I have more faith in your staying ability, Buzz, than he does. So, <laughs> thank you, Joe. What are I we just, talking uh, about here? I was just thinking of uh, before the show. Before I didn't tune in until a little after nine, um, but the end of the, that fellow's conversation and Dan here reminds me of something I was going to talk about anyhow, and that is, what do you feel is a person, a citizen's personal responsibility? to seek the truth 
rather than seek the information that backs up what you think. And I and I ask you this because the other day, a friend of mine, an acquaintance, was telling me about the free crack pipes that Biden's given out. Oh, brother. And I thought, well, yeah. Now, where where did you get that? Oh, I, I heard it on OAN or whatever. I said, well, did you see it on... CNN or MSNBC or public television news? Oh, I don't believe any of that stuff. <laughs> so I'm thinking, so what I did then is I printed out fact analysis of this story, gave it to him, said, what do you think of this? He says, well, that's just, that's just their opinion. <laughs> well, I no longer talk to him. So the point is, what is your personal obligation as an American citizen to seek to rather than the information that supports your way of thinking. That's all I ask. Well, I think that the, the answer to your question is that some people will look at a set of facts and draw one conclusion, and others will draw another. And I don't know that that makes me right and them wrong or the other way around. But, you know, look at it this way. Uh, we hear a lot of people calling about the Bible. There are, what, how many Protestant yeah. sects, the 130, 160 Protestant sects, all based on the same thing, the Bible. So, I mean, obviously there is room for discussion. There's room for interpretation, and I think that's exactly what we have here. We have some people who interpret it a different way than you or I might. I want to. I don't want to get sick, so, you know, I, I analyzed it. I thought, okay, my odds are much better if I get the vaccine, and they're much better if I get boosted. So I got the vaccine and I got boosted. Buzz, we got a text specifically to me saying, Mark, you are being told you are dangerously deluded by a man who is, quite frankly, dangerously deluded. <laughs> Delusional. What did I say? Not me. Oh, so, say? But the previous caller, not you, obviously. Come on now. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel for Dan somehow. Well, in closing, I will say that I still wear a mask when I'm in settings where I don't know people. And somebody asked me one day, he said, why do you, why do you uh, still wear a mask? And I said, well, I survived 20 years of the fire department and two tours in Vietnam. I'm not going to get killed by something like this. Amen. No, I don't don't disagree with you I, on that. <laughs> I didn't get this old by being stupid. Careless. Okay. Thanks, guys. Fair enough. Hey, thank you Thanks, very much. Buzz. Appreciate right, your call. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Bob has been patiently, patiently waiting, waiting, waiting. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, happy President's Day, and thank you, Joe Biden, for doing a great job. <laughs> I would like to say, uh, you know, all these people complaining about all these 
protesters in Canada getting arrested, well, they deserve it. If they're blocking streets and shutting things down, arrest them all, lock them up, throw away the key as far as I'm concerned. And that, you agree, uh, same thing with BLM protesters? You think that same <laughs> oh, should happen to them, God. just out of curiosity? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I don't, anybody that protests, I don't care. Anybody who protests, okay. Any protests at all whatsoever, or just if ones that block stuff? If you're closing stuff. things down, yeah, yeah there if you you're go. stopping okay. the flow of traffic, I mean, oh, yeah, they're leaving, what, an emergency lane open? Well, you see what happens when police pull over and uh, ticket somebody, and they walk away, and a car comes up and smashes into that car, and, you know, could have killed that police officer. Well, that's, that's great, ain't it? You know, and everybody's crying about uh, Joe Biden helping the Ukrainians. Well, I'll tell you what, he should be helping the Ukrainians. Our, our country is for peace throughout the world. You know, Trump withheld millions of dollars from the Ukraine, if anybody remembers that, which, you know, all the Republicans want to put it under the bus. But And he did that because he wanted information against the Bidens before he gave that money to Ukraine, if anybody remembers that. What about you the know, information that's being sought against him? What about information being What about information being dug up about the Trumps? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, what this Durham investigation is looking at to monitoring legally, perfectly legally monitoring information out of the Trump campaign in the White House for, that was destined for Russia. Now you can't see the message, but you can see that they're contacting Russian people, so you can make the inference that there's something shady about it. That's what that whole Durham conversation we had. So they're all dirty dogs in Washington is about the only conclusion you can really draw. Well, that's, that's how politics work. I mean, you always try and put the other person, make the other person look bad. Right, that's even if politics. it means spying on them. So, And, you know, okay. freedom isn't free. People were complaining about the vaccine. You know what? They, these people that didn't get the vaccine and are complaining about it probably never even stopped doing what they normally done. They probably just normally went out and just... They didn't care if they spread the disease around. You know, we only had, what, almost 900,000 people dead from this virus. Had they not shut down our country and all the world shut down, we would have how many millions of deaths, which is better than shutting down the country. And, you know, I, I didn't lose one day of pay over that COVID thing. I didn't lose one day of pay. I have a job that I have to go to work. You know, if employers chose to shut down, they chose to shut down for themselves to try and save people's lives. Are you still involved in health care? Yes. Okay, well, that's why you're going to work. I have three jobs. Okay. You know, I don't just work one job. Okay. All right, we got you, Bob. Thank you so much for checking in. Very much appreciated. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You're welcome. Have a good day. You Thank too, you. sir. Joe, I've taken great pains to make every message we've have. received in plain sight here. And then I guess this is in response to uh, the call we had from Van about the Great Reset. It says they are laying the groundwork for the process that will be used when 666 arrives. And then Tom says the on-the-mark clown car has pulled up to the curb with chauffeurs stand at the wheel. How many more clowns will get in?
Time will tell. <laughs> Tom, Tom's such a kind person. He's just so tolerant of other people's well, opinions. Well, Van said we were stupid, so okay. what? I think we've lowered the bar here. Let's see. Uh, then this one says, good morning, gentlemen. Joe, if you want to stay safe, I guess the safest place for you would be in your home. And I hope you too soon wake up and know it's about illegal power. They're against illegal power. But I think it's already too late. In my opinion, the worst is yet to come. All right. Thank you for that. There was that. a song called The Best is Yet to Come. One of our listeners texts us and says, uh, Chris has called you stupid, too. So, so we're getting we're I'm, getting well, a I'm garbage to him. We're getting so. a consensus on this. <laughs> Go ahead. Jim. And then Doug says, you guys are still arguing that the vaccines, mandates and shutdowns are about our health. As Biden would say, come on, man. It's clear that governments have used the pandemic to gain control or at least to see how far they can go to get more control. It's been clear that the vaccines don't work like they said they would, that shutdowns are ineffective in stopping a virus and mandates go against our rights. By now, I would have hoped many more people would wake up and see what's happening. But it appears many of you still buy in that the government really cares for you and you're fine to do whatever they say. Well, yep, that's, that's us. We're sheeple. <laughs> sheep. Sheep, lead like me, lead me home. <laughs> yeah, they use that a lot on our Facebook page. Sheeple. Sheeple, yeah. Mark, you're a sheeple. And right. then uh, police of Warmington. Oh, this is a clipping, I believe, we, yeah. because it cuts off at 150 Horses characters. Horses trample demonstrators at Ottawa protest. Well, that was the, that's what I Googled, horses trampling protesters. And you found it? Well, it was just that one picture. And as I said, they weren't trampling them. They were moving them aside, you know, using the side of the horse. Well. To keep people from getting where they want to go. If a horse is trampling a protester, it's because the protester won't move and they put themselves in harm's way. Well, and if they're shooting a dog, it's because it's a guard dog in a truck that they have to tell when move, and they, the, whoever the owner is, won't ask them to stand down. I mean, there's another side to, to these well, one-sided before comments. Before I would shoot a dog, I would call animal control and have them figure right. out. They know I, how I to deal with. I with, don't know what's going on, but anyway. Well, I'm I'm against shooting dogs. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, Van, the country covered had an employee steal over $85,000 the last four years, not COVID. And just like Republicans, making voting harder goes to show they are still crying for losing. I don't know what that's in relation to. Not anything we discussed today. Yeah, anyway. But anyway, the country cupboard's closing for the reasons they discussed, and certainly the pandemic and the shutdowns and COVID and supply chain and inflation and lack of workers. I mean, Joe Biden didn't cause the great resignation, but it's happening nationwide. So I think it's a it's a no, wide but variety. Are there of other factors? alternatives? For example, let's say you're in the restaurant business and you can't get as many workers, and you have a big facility. Can't you start doing things like taking reservations? And when you have a number of people that you believe would exceed your capacity to provide the service, you stop taking the reservations. I know, but you always come up with these idyllic opportunities for people to do things the <laughs> yeah, way you wish them. Sense. Oh, so you're saying the Baylor Ham has no, 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 no. Sense. I'm saying that that's what I would do before I would shut the business down. That, okay. to me, is common sense. I should rephrase it that way. That, to me, would be what I would try first. And how would but you I don't, admittedly, I know nothing of their economics or their situation or what right. their motivating factors. I'm just saying that I would have tried something else. Given the popularity of it, you have to believe that what is happening right now is transitory, that eventually it will get better. So, the question becomes, do you hang on to that day, keep going, or do you fold up the ta- tent and go home? Well, and, I would and how keep do you, on going. Right. That's what you would do, says the man who never owned a 
business no, no, wait, so I take that back. I ran other people's businesses where I was responsible for their money. I did that same thing here during a number of recessions. I never laid anybody off, never fired anybody because I knew eventually it would turn around Things and I spent better. all my days and nights figuring out how to do that. And if you did this for three years and you were suffering, your business was suffering from what business people around here call the exhaustion factor, how would you overcome that? What's the exhaustion Just the because you get factor. so tired of pushing straight up here all the time against supply chain, against That's inflation. That's what business is, Mark. Against, business is always pushing straight it's, uphill it's against the exhausting. tide. It's always Okay, you just have to suck it up. No, okay. I'm just saying if you don't get into business, if you're not willing to pursue that, it's the same thing with doctors. Look at all, talk about burnout. Talk about the medical professionals who had to deal with sick people every day all right, uh, we with got COVID. A caller standing by. We've got to take a quickie break. Stand by, Dennis. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Lower right-hand corner, Yeah, one, one of our emailers or texters says, Hey, Tom, the only clown I ever hear is you. <laughs> and then, Bob, using the three-letter agencies to go after an opposition candidate is illegal. Uh, and by the way, it's, it's a dirty way, trick. Way, yeah, by it's the way, way, it's a dirty trick. By the way, it's a dirty trick. Okay. And, Bob, when is your King Biden going to worry about our borders? Your Ukraine narrative is a lie, Bob. Well, I like that one. If we, if Joe Biden was as obsessed with uh, our border. southern border as he was uh, Ukrainian Russian border, yeah, and what he's talking to me, he's very upset about people with the Ukrainian border coming across uninvited. He doesn't have the same fear about our southern border. Dennis, Dennis. you're on the mark. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Um, in reference to Mr. Trudeau up there in Canada, coming down with the iron fist. You know, there's 10 provinces in Canada, right? And they have provincial, I guess they call them ministers. They're like governors here. Six of them have already dropped all the, the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates. And they themselves have all voiced what is wrong with their premier, you know? It, it, it's interesting. But the point I'm trying to get at is here, he, he iron-fisted these people. What did he ever do about the churches they were burning in Canada? approximately 14 of them most of them catholic and anglican that last year that several several i think it was half of them burnt to the ground and he never nobody's ever been arrested as far as i can research and he empathized with the people who actually burned the buildings down by saying oh yes these poor children back in the 1800s were you know, abused by the Catholic nuns in a monastery or a school that they were taking care of. I think there was a hundred graves they found or something with Indian children, and which is sad. No one's defending that. But instead of coming down and researching, trying to find the people burning churches, he empathized with the people who burned the churches by saying something like that. So, I mean, the, the man is just, in my idea, he's just weird. And I've been to Canada many times. In fact, I've visited Toronto probably 19 times. And the Canadian people are no different than us. They're wonderful people up there. I mean, but and I can assure you, most of them do not agree with what's going on up there. So, but well, know, yeah, that, it's in that's the, my comment. And to what's push that? protesters back forcefully seems sort of anti-Canadian. <laughs> you know? It does, yeah. You know, I, I'm and, sure they're just fed up after weeks of this, but in the noise and everything, and the mess. And, you and, know, those truckers, Mark, can easily get even by not delivering food. Wait, wait till the food shortage sets in. I mean, I'm sure they won't do that, but there could be, you know, I'm not going to deliver to Quebec or Ottawa. 
and and then how is he going to handle that? You know what I mean? Those are the, some of their biggest um, population centers up there. So, you know, the truckers can find different ways of protesting without having to block the streets. You know, but his iron fist is uncalled for. Can I just switch gears a tiny bit? Here? Sure. Switch away. Friday morning. And I, sometimes I'm awake early at 4 o'clock Friday morning watching UBC overnight news, you know, worldwide news, they call it. And the, the guy announced with a very straight face that, well, because of Russia's looming invasion of Ukraine, expect gas prices here to go from 6 to six fifty and $7 a gallon. And 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm going, What? I said, we've had wars and rumors of wars for the past, my whole lifetime. And yes, it may have affected the market somewhat, but not. what does Russia invading Ukraine have to do with our oil supply? Well, part of, I mean, it, I part of it is we, we import oil from Russia. Well, some of it. Well, I, that's yeah. going to drive the price up. It won't be available, so that means what's whatever part, whatever shortfall we have as the result of those purchases won't get be available more, to us. Why don't we just get more oil but, elsewhere, then? That's what we should and, do. And We'd have to ask OPEC to increase with production. Mr. Trump two years ago that we didn't need to import anything. I mean, I don't... Well, Mr. Biden changed that. Mr. Biden changed that. He shut down the pipelines. He did a lot of things to, to take away our energy independence. I'm sorry, but he did. Sure. I, I get that. But, you know, Russia annexed the Crimea several years ago. And, there was I mean, they've been fighting with the Ukrainians for a long time. Most people don't realize is over in a 10-year period, they estimate nine to 10,000 soldiers and civilians killed by the Russians. I mean, they'll be sitting in church and a rocket will come flying through. It's just, and are, is that coming from the Russians within the country? Sometimes, yes. Other times, no. But, I mean, Russia can just mow over Ukraine without shots being fired. They're so powerful. But I, I don't get the, the game there. There's, there's a piece of this puzzle that I'm still not trying to figure out. But, again, I, I don't think our gas should go up 2 and $3 a gallon when we're still importing it from other places. You know, I... Oh, but you be of good cheer. President Biden is proposing cutting out the federal gas tax for a while, which will save us 18 cents a gallon. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's it's talk $7, about doing seven dollars a gallon, and well, it'll be down to six 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 eighty nine. <laughs> well, there's talk about yeah. doing that in Pennsylvania too, eliminating the state's gas tax. Well, then we stopped building no. the roads and projects that we're building. I didn't say it was a good idea. I just said there was a conversation no, it was, about it. It was Governor Corbett who put that what seventy five cents. Up here we go. Now you got your no, 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 no. All he did, all he did, oh, Dennis, Dennis, was take the cap off the oil franchise tax. That's all he did. And that Seriously? was that was pegged at a dollar when gas was at a dollar and a quarter. They put a yes. cap on the oil franchise tax. Well, gas okay. hasn't been a dollar and a quarter for a long time. So, but what I'm saying is, is that it was announced though on the news and stuff that we would have a 75 cent tax increase over a four year period. So. I don't know how he just released the gas cap, but I mean, if you look back on the news on that day, I'm like, what? You know, I don't get it. Well, the cap, I'll, I'll say this again. The cap was put on when gas was selling for a dollar and a quarter. The oil right. franchise tax could not go up anywhere above the price of a dollar and a quarter. When uh -huh. he took it off, gas was selling at about $2.50. So almost immediately you had an increase in, in the revenue. amount of money you pay for gas, but not necessarily an increase in the gas tax. And a big the increase The oil in franchise tax was imposed not on the consumer, but on the okay. suppliers. But they passed it right. on to consumers. 
consumers. We know that in to large be true. Fall, in large part, yes. Right. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe I got the story right. I'm in my head, but I, I thought they blamed Corbett for that. Who I thought was well, they do blame him for it, rightly but so. But also give him credit because if it hadn't been for oh, him geez. doing that, we wouldn't have the Susquehanna Valley Thruway and a lot of other projects. Excellent point. Thank you so much, yeah. Dennis. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Appreciate Thanks, the call. Yeah. All right, one eight hundred seven. Take me on in this one, brother. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> he's just you're stirring. <laughs> he's just awakening a giant, right? All right, uh, upper right hand corner, and then we'll take the break. All right. Rumor has it the uh, interest Joe Biden really has in the Ukraine is lithium mines that he and Sonny Hunter have great investments in. I have no idea if this is factual, <laughs> but when you think about it, to me, it makes sense. Payoffs must be huge. Could be why Putin wants it all of a sudden so bad. Makes sense, too, why Biden would feel the need to send uh, all our troops over there to a war that should have nothing to do with us. I think we had better connect the dots. It's high time people realize what kind of a man we're dealing with who is running this country into the ground. On television, they call it Biden crime family. You know what? I believe it. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you. Uh, give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. I'm still stuck with in my head with this thought that uh, one of our listeners texted me saying, Mark, you are a deluded individual being called out by a man who's been deluded. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. So where are we since we have this great divide? Edward Snowden's going to be talking to people at Bucknell University tomorrow night, speaking of a great divide and, and, then and tra- accused traitors. One of our texters says, our southern border is being uh, letting desperate people in because they want help. Not like Ukraine, where there could be thousands of millions killed by war. Right, thousands or millions <laughs> killed by war. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Joe and I are having an off-mic conversation how important it is that we somehow find peace and secure borders. Is there no way to do both? I think that the NATO alliance has done that job very, very well over the last 75 years. Mm -hmm. It really has. I mean, let's face it. If it weren't for NATO, we don't know where the Cold War might have led and when it might have become a hot shooting war again. I think that, you know, someone said we're sending all our troops over there. That last emailer said that we're sending troops over there. 
over there. We're sending troops to the NATO countries who are our allies and whom we are pledged to protect. And they are pledged to protect us as well. So, I mean, the only way to stand up, the only way to stop a tyrant is to stand up to him. And we found appeasement doesn't work. Neville Chamberlain found that out dramatically in right before the run-up to World War II. You know, there's no sense in trying to appease or, you know, we say, well, we ought to have diplomacy. Give diplomacy a chance. What is the chance we're going to give diplomacy? You know, are we going to say to, to Putin, now, you've been bad up till now, but we believe you're going to be good. We think and we're somehow. Gonna, we're going to make another agreement with you. You're a dark man the rest of the week, but today we're going to somehow have now, a normal conversation with you. I understand our, our good you. caller, Cindy, doesn't like any any involvement in these foreign wars. And I can't say I disagree with her in, in large measure, but... You know, if you don't stand up to a tyrant, what's going to happen? The tyrant is just going to get bolder and bolder and bolder and stronger and stronger and stronger until you can't stop them short of a world war. The only way to stop them is to show strength. And unfortunately, I do not believe President Biden has that strength. Where where has he shown weakness in your view? Well, the pullout, I think the largest part of this was the just pullout the of Afghanistan. But now that we're right. into the Ukraine You know, hey, if, if, I, saw, if I saw my opponent, uh, demonstrating a great deal of weakness. What's that likely to do? It's right, likely that's to embolden me. Right, that's your opportunity. Well, right. same with our good listener suggests that that's why China is going to take Taiwan this year, because they'll do it while President Biden's in office. If he's going to appear weak in other areas, he'll he may appear weak when this happens too. Well, now he's trying to show some strength right now, and I applaud him for that. You know, I think he's talking tough, but you know, every day now we're hearing and the invasion is imminent. The invasion is imminent. Well, how imminent is the invasion? Now we're saying the generals have been given the go-ahead uh, to go ahead and start the invasion. Well, if they've been given the go-ahead, what's holding them up? Well, we you know, this is going to sound like a strange question from a peacenik, okay? Well, what's, what's the right thing to do here? What's the right thing? Let's suppose for some reason President Biden and President Putin would somehow listen to us. What would be a good way to resolve this? What if you could come up with some sort of a hybrid force okay. in Ukraine that's kind of like half NATO, half Russian? to keep that country secure. I think what you need to recognize is the fact that Russia has legitimate interests on its borders. Now, we know that we're not going to start any war with them, and we know our allies probably NATO's aren't going to do it. NATO is not an invading force right, under any not, circumstances. So his, his, his fears, in my opinion, are unfounded, but they are his fears for his country. He is responsible for protecting his country the same way President Biden's responsible for protecting this one. And he's so looking at I a set see, of facts in the manner... And a different set of facts and, and coming up with a different conclusion like you had talked about. Somebody said, I'm delusional just because I view things differently. Well, and another listener said one of our callers was delusional. So is President Putin sane and or delusional? Answer those no, questions. No, I don't think he's insane and I don't think he's delusional. I think he's acting in what he perceives to be the best interests of his country, which is exactly what you would expect any leader to do. I think this can easily be resolved by number one, telling the Ukraine, we will, we, you know, we are very sympathetic to you. We will provide you with support, but we are not going to let you in NATO because, first of all, even though you're in Europe or part of you is in mm -hmm. Europe, uh, you know, we, you are in the Russian sphere of influence and interests, and we can understand that they are a little concerned. But we will give you everything we can to help you protect yourself. And we will say to the Russians that if you do invade this country, if you do take them on by force, we will sanction you. So I think President Biden is doing the right things here. 
I just wish he had done them sooner and shown more strength in Afghanistan. Elsewhere. Well, and I think I think uh, President Putin sees that the President Biden is weak when it comes to the U.S. southern border too. You know, how is he going to help calm down anything that's flaring up in Europe when he can't really stop a incursion that's already underway in his own country? So I think that probably hurts President Biden as well. Well, okay, so Lawrence's worthless hybrid police force in Ukraine won't work out. What about uh, if we could somehow get Putin to stand down for 10 years, we'll have all new leaders across the board. Putin will be gone. Biden will be gone. You know, whatever. President Trump will be gone because he can still only serve one more term. Right. So then we get new leaders in that aren't so dark and are onerous over well, there. I, th- I think I think President uh, Putin you know, wants to put back together the old Soviet Union. Now, that's his grand design. I mm-hmm. honestly think that's, that's his grand design. And I think most here. people think it's his grand design. So what we have to do is offer him some kind of incentive not to do that, whether it's by saying, hey, listen, you start doing this or that, and we pull this trade agreement from you. But for that to have strength, for that to have real meaning, America has to be independent. We have to be able to manufacture the things that we need without depending mm. on the Soviet bloc or the Chinese. We've got to get our chips back. Bob, go ahead. You got another minute. Yeah, I just want to let Republicans know, you know, it's not Joe Biden's fault. We lost people leaving Afghanistan. Trump made that agreement. (laughs) Those were terrorists that attacked us leaving. You know, luckily it was only 13 people that died. It could have been hundreds of people the way they had them corralled in there in those troughs leaving like a... You know, it could have been really, really bad. But Dennis, we even even happy. President Biden, Dennis, we should be very happy. Dennis, we only had thirteen people die. De- Den- yeah, the thirteen families should be grateful that not more died. We have more than thirteen people killed every day in our country. Dennis, even even President people's hands that shouldn't have guns. I know you don't want to hear you know, this. Philadelphia had over five hundred. <laughs> I, I know you don't want to hear this, but even President Biden admitted he could have done it much better in there. So even he accepts some responsibility for what went wrong. Well, but see, Bob is right, though. We lost far more people every year while we were in Afghanistan. Go ahead, Bob. Exactly. And all I can say is people that are against uh, getting the vaccine, well, don't invite me to your um, I don't think you and I are invited to anything since they they think we're stupid. So I don't think we are not invited to their parties, Bob. I assure you. you. Things are getting better. I mean, I still go to China House, which is one of the the best restaurants we have that you can still have a lot of people go into. And I wear a mask everywhere around there when I'm not sitting down at the table. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for the last word. Thank you, everybody who participated. (laughs) Joe and I might be stupid. But we know that we'll be back tomorrow. Yep, yep. Clearly, we'll hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Sorry, President Biden's the best man. He rocks. We'll be back tomorrow with more of our show, and we invite our non-delusional callers to check in. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It is 10 a.m. Time for the Dan Patrick Show.